For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome back, sports fans, to another episode of the Charity Strike Podcast brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one sports podcast network in Los Angeles. For those listening at home, on the road, in the air, or in the water, do you believe we have a great show for you guys today? This is it. The NFL Draft is here, so our final coverage of it. So buckle up, tuck it into your waistband, because here we go. Three, two, one. We're back. We sitting here, I supposed to be the franchise player, and we in here talking about practice. Five seconds left in the game. Do you believe in miracles? Yes! High fly ball by the right field. She is gone! Play clock at five. Pass is intercepted at the goal line by Malcolm Butler. We're back, baby. It's the Charity Stripe Pitcher Free Throws because they're free. So 329 coming out at you guys and so 328. I'm joined on this one by Alex Tosmirak Tosopoulos and Nikki Snacks Kreider. And the best day of the year is here. The NFL Draft is it's actually my favorite event in sports. I'm stoked. Sit back on the couch. Toss and I will be watching with Nick's roommates. Nick is on another wedding expediture. Nick, are you a groomsman? Are you the... You are you you know doing the wedding? What's the person that does the wedding? Not is it the priest or is it like the? I think it depends on what kind of wedding. It is. I know that's why the, the I feel officiator. Like an, the officiator, yeah, yeah, the wedding officiator. I should know. I've done enough of these. Um, uh, no, I am not ordained. Ah, that a boy. But it's something that I think you can get fairly easily online, from what yeah. I've heard. I had a buddy who told me that he actually, he said he got really drunk one night, mm. I guess, and decided to become an ordained minister online, and I guess he didn't. He didn't know that he did it because he blacked out and he got an email from like this company that was like, congrats, here's your certification of being an ordained minister. So it's not the weirdest thing I've heard someone do when they were drunk. I did something actually similar. My, our buddy, Jake McDermott and I, one time we had a Friday morning class in college at, it was like at 9am and we were still fucked up, drunk as hell. And I made a dating profile on like one of the apps and they never stopped sending me and emailing me stuff. They just bombarded me with emails. I had like, I lied on it too. I was like, I'm 27. I got a job like making millions. I was like so blackout yeah. drunk. So I don't know if that was and something, something At least similar. Did good cause. What he did was way more constructive. Much, yeah. I don't think that's that much weirder than becoming an ordained minister. It's in the same vein. His is just more positive, I feel. Dating profile? <laughs> no, like we both drunkenly filled something out, is my point. Not like a, you're saying was like not your prototypical dating yeah. profile. It wasn't a hinge. Yeah. It wasn't a bumble. It was like Christian. E-harmony. It was like, yeah, it was like E-Harmony. That's what it was. It wasn't Christian Mingle, but it was E-Harmony. I was going to say Farmers Only, but obviously I didn't. That was like a joke that was like. Thrown around. Harmony, the OG dating service, like eHarmony. Match.com. Like, Match.com. Match or like Plenty of Fish or some shit. So I guess those guys like walked so Tinder and Bumble and Hinge could run. J date. Do you guys know what that is? Yeah, it's the Jewish version. Yes, it is the Jew, the Jewish date. So the Farmers Hinge Only Hinge. is the Farmers version. You guys both know who LeBarn James is, right? LeBarn James, yes, of course. The ginger kid? Yeah, the redheaded guy who's become. Just social media famous because he. We're allowed to he, say ginger still, right? 
I don't know. You said it. I didn't. Um, <laughs> but do you think he has like, he's a five-star profile out of five. Like he's a 99 overall on farmers only. He should be like a unlockable in 2K. Yeah. Oh, he, he, I'm sure, I'm sure they'll approach him at some point. Ronnie 2K. He's always got something up, always his, sleeve. up his sleeve. He's just so cool. Honestly. Yeah. Speaking Every, of uh, cool. something up, yeah. up your sleeve, you better have some bets, some bets yeah. up your sleeve during the draft. And we're actually, you know, we, we normally take some time before we get into the show to talk about betonline.ag. I mentioned it, but we're not going to dig too far into it right now because at the end of the show, we have uh, our favorite draft props that we're going to focus on. So just mentioning betonline.ag right now, but we'll just, mention them just, again at the end of the show. Just a quick tease. A quick <laughs> little a quick little tease for the people out okay, there. Not a teaser, on. but a tease. <laughs> uh, but Josh, what, what do you want to talk about today? A what, lot I want to talk about. Um, I want to ask everybody questions across the board. Here are the questions. I'll lay them out. I'm going to go one by one. Big question for me, which team has the most at stake? Another question I have is which team – and I posed this to Toss, and I, my answer to this was the Browns, and Toss said that answer sucks because they're already there. Which non-contender in this draft can draft well enough that they are a contender? Um, and then some other questions I had, which rumor do you like, and are you buying, and which rumor are you selling? There's so much, room, there's so much smoke and mirrors, rumors, all that jazz. What are you buying? What are you selling? Those are my three main questions. And yeah. Toss, obviously, your bet online, you're going to want to talk about at the end. Right, right. And I'm sure Nikki Snacks is going to want to talk about some of his favorite snacks to, to eat during the draft. Uh, mine is chewing tobacco, spoiler alert. But the other guys, I'm sure, have a bevy of food they like to eat. And before we get into the questions, yeah. if you want to check out the mock draft that we did yeah. um, prior to, to watching the draft, go check that out. It was, it was two episodes ago. Yeah. Um, so. Two episodes ago. Actually, have multiple mocks out on the feed. So two two There's mocks m- on the feed. Go check out both of them because there's some great we, information in, in both of those episodes. That mock we did where we go around and we pick players that we usually do, I usually think that mock turns out like garbage. This one was actually solid. The one yeah. we did where we were all – It we felt actually, fun and it informed. Felt fu- <laughs> F and I, fun and informed. All right, Nick, we'll go with you first. Which team in the draft has the most at stake, most to lose? Most to lose. Um, I mean, you got to start with a team that is looking to draft a quarterback, I think, right? 100%, yeah. And uh, I'm going to eliminate Jacksonville and New York out of this just because we already kind of know who those guys are going to pick. Those are the two most talented. Um, But I I think I'm going to go with – I think I'm going to go with with Denver. I think – I think they they traded for Teddy Bridgewater, right? That if they end up drafting a quarterback, I imagine they're going to look for trade suitors for Drew Locke. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't know what price that's going to come at, but I imagine that Denver's also going to have to trade up to get the guy that they really want. Yeah. Unless they're gonna, unless they're happy with letting it fall to them, right? So if they let someone fall to them, you're you're kind of gambling there. And realistically, you're looking at either Mac Jones, Justin Fields, um, and I don't, I don't think Trey Lance makes it past, um, makes it to them at nine. So they really have to kind of trade up to, I think, either the seven, which is where um, the Lions are, or the five, which is where the Bengals are, um, to get maybe the fourth quarterback in the mix. So they're a team though that has that's got a good defense that I think is is able to compete at least for a wild card position. They've got, you know, pretty decent receivers. They've got a good tight end. You know, they've got um, a decent run game, two headed monster back there. Um, You know, their O line is, is never terrible. So if they get a good enough quarterback, then I think they're great, but if they miss on a quarterback, then they've kind of ruined themselves. And and another again, yeah. Miss again. Right. Cause I think we all can kind of put our heads together and finally say once and for all that drew lock is not the guy. Um, is day one. Yeah, I mean he has flashes, right? But it's a consistency thing. You have to be consistently good in the NFL to go deep in the playoffs, get to the playoffs, and in, in just in general. But I, I, Nick, that was going to be my pick. I, I really like that pick a lot. And if they stay at nine, we could see someone trade up to seven and to eight. All five of those guys could hypothetically be gone if they don't move up at all. Um, I it, think it's it probably won't you know, happen, but it could. Yeah. 
I think they know that. I think Elway is scared of that. So we'll see if he pulls the trigger on a, on a draft day trade. And I imagine any trade that he, he makes, whether it be with Detroit or whether it be with Cincinnati um, or even maybe Atlanta. I mean, a lot of people think that Atlanta sold on Kyle Pitts. So maybe that's not the trade that you make, but um, I think Drew Locke is involved in all those trades. I mean, not necessarily as, as a first round quarter or as a, as a starting quarterback, but like, just something to kind of, you know, fluff up the trade. That is the first I've heard of Drew Locke being floated in an Atlanta deal. That's interesting. That is an interesting take. Yeah. Drew Locke to the Falcons with something, something, the nine and something, something to go to the four. They get Lance. I think it's going to be Mac Jones. Could be Lance. Could be Fields. I have no idea what the Niners are doing, and it hurts my head at this point. Um, but I think the Broncos are definitely a team with a lot at stake. We have an Armac that they move back, and Armac they move back, and the football team moves up to get Lance, who was the fourth, the fifth quarterback that fell. I think there's going to be a lot of move ups, a lot of move ups, and I'll go to my team. I think my just kind of a piggybacks. My team with the most at stake, and Toss and I were bickering on the couch about it. He got in my face at one point was the 49ers because you're moving up from the 12 to the three. You're giving up two future first in the 20, the 20, 2022 and the 2023. This has to be the guy. The roster is there. They're a year a year removed from the Super Bowl. But that means if they flop again, they don't, if this pick doesn't pan out and they flop again this year and they flop again that fourth year, I guess, from, you know, in the Super Bowl kind of window, um, and that'll kind of signify that the pick flopped. So if they flop, not next this, this upcoming year, but the following year, so two years from now, that'll show that the pick flopped, and their jobs are gone. Their jobs are on the line with this pick. This, is a, jo- this is a job on the line pick. You move up, and this, you're putting your cards on the table here. The one thing that I will say, though, is that they do have a little bit of freedom because they've got Jimmy Garoppolo. Now, it's, it's clear that he's not their guy, but let's say that this pick does flop and that they don't trade Jimmy, then they've got a pretty good secondary option. A guy who's been to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. I he mean, didn't I, get him there, though. That's for certain. Okay. Yeah, but well, I mean, he got them through the playoffs, though. Through seven passes. That defense and that run game got him through of, there. Of course. But you, you still have to. He had some important third down conversions. I'd rather have him than Derek Carr. He's I'll a. Throw that he's out a. There. He's a quarterback that's been to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Right? I mean, there are some of those guys that are he and Jared Goff, neither of them are top ten quarterbacks, but they're in that eleven to seventeen range. Mm. And I think Nick, you bring up a you bring up a good point there. I think it's a little bit different depending on which guy they take. If they take Lance, you're happy with Lance sitting the entire season, the whole Alex Smith, Patrick Mahomes kind of thing. Lance isn't even twenty one yet. He's incredibly young. Well, the thing with Lance is different. If you take Lance, you buy yourself some time. If you take Mac Jones, then the clock is now on. Yeah, they might trade Jimmy Garoppolo before the season starts if they take Mac Jones. Which is I I, I would I wouldn't do that. I would play Jimmy through eight seasons, eight eight games. He probably gets injured anyways, and then you bring Mac Jones in. But I I do I think that that insurance with Jimmy G Nick is is why I couldn't pick them as my team. I was going to pick the Broncos, Nick. Swipe or no swiping, man. But now I get to pick my. uh, more of the flyer version. And so I think I actually think the Falcons have a lot at stake here. Really? Because, yeah, I do. Because of the time, because of the clock that's on Matt Ryan, and we expect him to be good for three, four more years. But mm-hmm. there's no guarantee. I mean, look how much Drew Brees' play dwindled in the last two years that we watched. Peyton Manning, too. One injury at this age and you're toast. Right. And they, they need so much help on the defensive side of the ball. I don't think they're going to trade back. I think it's very, very likely that they do something like what Nick said, where they take pits at the four. They're talking about trading Julio Jones. There's already been rumors out there. And I think they're, it's, they're in a weird position because they have a new head coach, which normally buys you a lot of time. But if they don't pick, they might not have a better opportunity at the four here to pick their QB for the future. I think they are, think they're, I think, I know that they think they're win now. Right. I know for, we all know for a fact exactly. they think they could win football games now. And they have Arthur Smith there. and um, I just think all the help is needed on the defensive side of the ball, and they need to trade back and get as many defensive players as they can. For sure, but who? But I think I'm with you. They for sure have to trade back. Their defense sucks. If you go back in the Falcons draft, all the defensive players they've drafted have either gotten hurt or have not been good. 
Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll leave AJ Terrell. We'll leave the jury out on him. Cause he's only going to be a sophomore. St- I th- he was a starting CB in the NFL. We'll see what happens with him. I think you have Arthur Smith, you bring him in to kind of take that offense and double down on it. I think Pitts, Nick has time and time again, likened him to Julio, Julio Jones, lesser than a tight end. So you can now trade Julio Jones potentially if you want to get out from that contract. He's still 32. He's not that old. Yeah. And he's still Julio Jones. He still carries that pedigree before it's potentially too late. He did miss a lot of games last year, and we could see kind of the tail end of his career and versus a resurgence. Yeah. So I don't necessarily blame him there. I think it's an easily defensible pick for for you guys to kind of criticize. But I also look – bringing up the clock on Matt Ryan, you look across from him and the Buccaneers in division and – Tom Brady could outlast Matt Ryan playing and playing QB in the NFL. It's possible. And I, I'm always going to pick the Bucs to win that division without him. What if Arthur Smith, okay, Matt Ryan's not the guy this, this next year. They either make the wild card or they don't make the playoffs. Then they go for a QB in next year's draft, and they miss on that guy. Like, it's just— Well, now Arthur Smith is in trouble. Exactly. So that's, that's why I think it's risky. There's a lot at stake for them. They're just in a shitty situation, to yeah. be honest. Yeah. I don't like envy them at all. But I, I do really want to see Kyle Pitts and Julio Jones play on the same team. And Calvin Ridley. That would be a tremendous— And Hayden Hurst. Yeah. yeah. And they need a, I, how, I texted my Atlanta friends today. I text, I group texted them. I said, bad news. Uh, the original bad news was one of my boys has a crush on a girl, and then she has a crush on his roommate, also from Atlanta. <laughs> I didn't have the heart to tell him, so I flop. I kind of bailed at the last second. Changed the bad news to like the Braves suck. <laughs> just, <laughs> I just said the Braves are trash, uh, and they started. We started jabbing. Started talking that Falcons. Listen to the show. Is he going to call you out on that? Now? Yeah, at this point, who gives a shit? I <laughs> the chickens have come to roost. Um, I said to them, I go, how about this? Y'all take Kyle Pitts, and you trade back up a bit in the first round, and really double down on offense and nab Etienne. Is that insanity? Mm, no. It's not the insanity. thing is, though, I think you mentioned it already. You know, their defense is trash. They, they played a lot of tight, close games this season, and it had nothing to do with their offense. Is that their defense fell apart at the end, right? They oh, let teams collapsed. come back on them. So, um, you know, I don't even think that it's like a, 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 a concept of talent. I think it's just like a, a character thing, right? It was, it was at the base level of coaching and, like, just the staff itself and – game management i mean they've got talented players they've always had i think they have some ballers on the defensive side of the ball but if you add like a a stalwart defender on there you know a game changer like look at look at the bucks right they add a guy like devin white who shows out who kind of in a way transcends that defense i know they've got a lot of other big pieces there but like a guy like that that can really kind of transcend a defense would, would do wonders in atlanta especially in a division like the eight the nfc south yeah absolutely but a guy like white is the cherry on top he's the glue that kind that's of that's what i'm saying but i'm saying there's a lot of guys on that roster that i think can play better than they did last year and i think it was just a locker room thing a character thing a coaching thing you know I just a culture thing i think the coaching point is excellent when dan quinn lost the super bowl he also lost that roster that's for right. certain in that locker room Right. But I think in the NFL, especially nowadays, for your defense to be good and and danger like good, not even dangerous, good, you need like six or seven guys who are ballers, maybe eight. Like the Buccaneers have like eight or nine guys who ball. The Falcons do not have. They have Grady Jarrett. They have Dante Fowler Jr., who's hit or miss. Deion Jones has injury issues. He's good. Yeah. And then the rest of their defense is Slouch City, in my opinion. They need more. It's whole. It's Swiss cheese a top, out there. A top talent CB, Micah Parsons, one of the someone like that to to really bolster their pe- defense then would be incredibly helpful. But let me ask you boys this: I mean, we're bringing up this defense. Is it crazy that they're passing on Parsons? Like, why? It's not even being discussed. Is that nuts? I just think that if they're having the four pick, then they're going to try to take the best available guy, and I think okay. that's Pitts. Right. Okay. Yeah. But that that brings up the option of maybe trading back to a team like Denver, like we discussed, or yeah. a team like Chicago, or a team like Washington that wants to jump in there and nab their guy. Then they trade back, and if it's Denver, then they can have Michael Parsons at the nine pick. They probably won't. He won't probably won't fall to twenty. Yeah, probably won't fall to um, whatever. What does Washington have? Like nineteen. Nineteen. We mocked him in ours in the one I posted. We posted on Instagram. We have him at fourteen to the Vikings. Right, so he doesn't fall that far, but I mean, if you're looking to trade back, then maybe you get that guy. But 
I don't know. Arthur Smith, shout out to his family. He's, uh, <laughs> nice. He's an, boy. he's an offensive coach. So I think he's going with Kyle Pitts, honestly. Yeah. And his brother-in-law is our boss. The, uh, <laughs> um, so uh, now team that can jump to, yeah. Jump to contender. I will say I, Nick, your point on the lock thing, I have to shout you out and your family. That was a top 50 point I feel like you've ever made on the show. I thought that was – I had not thought of that. I thought that was Lock great. getting swung to the Falcons? Thought that was, I thought that was dope. Yeah. thought that was dope. Sometimes was one of us says something and it's good. that's not me, and, I want, <laughs> and it's good, and also I want it to happen now. Like I want it to happen. Yeah. I want us to be right about really, it, you to be right about it. I don't it. really think about it until the Teddy Bridgewater thing happened today, right, where it was like Teddy Bridgewater gets traded to – um, the Broncos for a six-round pick. The Broncos are, I think they're paying what, like three million of his contract, and and uh, is it Caroline's paying seven million or something? I don't know. There's like an exchange of money, and so to me, it's like okay, they want Teddy Bridgewater on that roster, but there's yeah. not enough room for two guys like that, right? If they draft a quarterback, then Drew Lock's got to go somewhere else. They can't have three guys in the room that all think that they're a starting quarterback, right? And yeah, he's that's still he's, it's, his, it's his third year in the NFL coming up, so he's still young enough to sling for. Some sort of draft capital, um, four Z's, maybe a third. And, and for me, and for me, Drew Locke, I don't what think is a, he's he's not a guy that's going to go to a team that needs a quarterback right this second. He's going to go to a team with a veteran quarterback that might be on his way out. Example, Atlanta, the Falcons. Yeah. right. I like so, it a lot. I like it a lot too, man. We we could throw that up as a poll. Okay, so teams yeah. with most at stake. Nick, it's the Broncos. Me, it's also the Broncos, but <laughs> but uh, the, it, beca- it became the Falcons, and then Josh, the Niners, it's the 49ers. Contenders. I'll stick it. I'll go up top. I'll stay in that division. A team I think could jump to contender with a really good draft or a couple big hits. Um, I almost picked Nick's Chargers because I think they're a couple. You think they're already contenders? What? You don't think they're already a contender? Uh, not before the draft. Not before the draft. No, no, no. I think maybe. I think maybe uh, my pick is the Cardinals, eight and eight. I'm, when I say contender, I'm talking. I'm not talking about. Hey boys, no, we made we made the playoffs. I'm talking about okay. they're going to they're going to ball. When you say contender, I, I am. I immediately assume that they're making the playoffs. It's a playoff team, contender. Well, that's right? what it's, that's what Josh he said earlier. His pick was the Browns, pick and, was I, the Browns. and I and I poo pooed it. And there you go. And toss told me to Browns. KR. Because they're the so you're thinking a team that can contend for a Super Bowl, a team that can knock off Kansas City, a team that can knock off Tampa Bay. These guys are the real deal, or get close, ball. get close to that, or be conceivable. Okay, yeah. Cardinals are a good pick. Uh, I, I think the Chargers are a good pick too. Uh, I'm I'm hesitant to say the Dolphins because they have a lot of picks this year in the draft, and I do think that they're going to hit on all their picks because. We think, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure that you guys are in agreement that they want to take Jamar Chase, right? Well, there? no, I don't know. Sorry, I, I, know we, I know we're on Zoom and you thought I froze, but I was shaking my head. I think the Waddle thing is kind of legit. I don't think it'd be crazy. I, well, I regardless, think, regardless, yeah. I don't think they're missing on that pick, right? Yeah, no, well, he's There are good. a couple big playmakers away to being really good. Flores is a great coach. That defense was clamps last year. They were yeah. great. Tua gets another year of seasoning, um, you know, not as much pressure on him to kind of be that guy. Um, I, I, I really like them to, to make some noise. I Nick, mean, I, think I would love to be potentially win that division. I would love to be all in on the Dolphins with you and Snowflake, the Dolphin from Ace Ventura. Um, they're my AFC East team. You know, like I like them more than Your any other team. Loves in the, them. Autumn, Autumn loves the the Finns. Uh, so does so does Tony Tony Dow. Uh, shout <laughs> shout out to his family. Um, I can't I can't do it because I just I'm unsure of Tua, and I I hate to do this, but I think that the Pats they easily could win that division next I, year. I think the two. I think they both have the. Same I hate issue. I hate to gas you up like that, Josh. I, I'm gonna gas myself down. Turn down the heat. Of course, because it's the safe. It's the safe thing to do from an analyst standpoint. Who's a fan of the team? Uh, Defensively, I mean, offensively. Defensively, very confident in both those teams. Right. Offensively, not so much. Big kicker. Both have the same issue. Yeah, but I'll take I'll take McDaniel's with the full off season to work with Cam Newton and figure out everything there to really rev things up and turn that offense into what it needs to be with two tight ends that just got paid 
it's going to be a run heavy. We're going to it's going to be close games, yeah, but yeah. we're going to win because our defense is going to make the plays that it needs to. Chase Waddle, whatever they go with the Dolphins, they'll have one of them. Both both weapon weaponry on both teams is great. They have Fuller now. They have Fuller. They'll have Waddle or Chase. They'll have. They should, Parker. I think their team actually draft Najee Harris with a later pick too. Wouldn't be crazy. Would not be crazy at all. I think the Steelers. Yeah, I mean, come on. We can't run Miles Gaskin sixteen times a game. Horrible. You know what? Think about that. They run it back with Tua Waddle and Najee Harris. I love it. I mean, I think that's NFL storyline. Jimmy Flutterman would love that. He's a Finns fan and he's a Bama fan. What? He's a joke. What is he? He's a fan of the weirdest teams. I don't. I don't even trust that guy's fanhood anymore. I will say this. Shout out to Jamie's family. The the Cardinals, though. You you spoke about this, Nick. You brought up the point of like ballers and guys teams that are like that Devin White piece if the Cardinals hit on this piece I threw out Collins just to have that other linebacker across from Chandler Jones in our mock Zayvon Collins if they get him we're talking J.J. Watt Chandler Jones Isaiah Simmons Buda Baker Malcolm Butler J that this team is beat deep yeah I think personally though that they go out and take a cornerback that's that's what I think needs the, the most area of need. But I, I think that's a great pick, though. I think they if they J.C. Horn falls to them. Yeah, J.C. Horn falls to them. It's amazing. It's I just don't pick. think he will, though. And I think I don't think that no. I think the Caleb Fairley out of Vatech. I'm I'm buying that too. That everyone's the, the back thing is the injury thing is scary. Yeah. And I don't think Asante Samuel Jr., who I like very much, and Tyson Campbell, who's you know ceiling I like. I don't think either of those guys are worth drafting ahead of Collins. Who can we that do? No, all I, I, I don't think so either. Well, then fine. Pick Newsom in the second round. Exactly. Take a Newsom in the second round, or you know, there's other. There'll be other cornerbacks available, and I, I, I think Newsom go a little earlier, or you can move back up, Probably. or you could take Stokes out of Georgia, the speedy Stokes, who's like not as high upside as Campbell. But you would be stoked to have him. You'd be stoked to have him. So that's my pick. Um, you guys have the Dolphins and the Patriots. I, I like your pick because the NFC West has more question marks around it. You've got the Rams with the new QB. I mean, I expect Stafford to be an upgrade not, from I'm Goff. Not, I'm not sold. I'm mo- the Seahawks. I'm not you- sold on the Rams. I'm not sold on the Niners. They could be great, but I'm not sold on them. Seahawks, I'm a bit more sold on right. than right. you are. I know Nick is a huge <laughs> DK stan. Look, the Seahawks weapons, yeah. the running back's good if he stays in the freaking field. Both of them. The Seahawks could be the best running team in football if both these guys can stay healthy for heck's sake. Should be. It's insane. Be. And their defense, he needs They're just to, listening to too much grunge music out there, banging their heads against the wall. He needs to get better at drafting. Is, can we talk about that? LJ Collier, Jordan Brooks was hurt. I mean, the guy, I feel like he hasn't been drafting. I mean, they don't have a first-round pick again as Game well. Cat? What? Deke, that's, yeah, good pick. But other than that, I feel like they've missed, but the, across the board, I feel like they've not been as great. I really yeah. feel that way. All that to say, well, I think that it's an I, opening for the Cardinals to strike. I will say... The Seahawks don't have the luxury of picking in the top 15 ever. Ever. They're always picking the back half. So it's like you look at a, a team's history of drafting, and if they're always picking in like the from pick 25 on, they're not, they're not always going to hit. They're probably never going to hit. I mean, like the Chargers, all their picks that they have when they're when they're picking on that back half, they don't hit that. Like Jerry Tillery, it's not a great pick. Yeah, why know? did shout out? That's, that's, that's why uh, that's why Bill always trades back. People, yeah. Because get more picks, get more opportunity. I, under, yeah. I understand taking you know, more shots. Look, but there are teams that do hit, or you move up and go get that guy. The Seahawks made that Jamal Adams deal. Could be dicey. I'm a big, I'm a big believer in Kyler Murray. I, the AJ Green addition is great across from Hopkins with Isabella with Christian Kirk, who's lights out. I mean, this team could be dangerous. That's why I like them. But I like the Dolph. I love Flores. I think he's the next guy. Next big head coach. And I'll just throw in these other two teams. So basically, just to, to clarify, Nick's pick is the Dolphins. Yeah. Josh's pick is the Cardinals. My pick is the Pats. Yeah. I support both of your picks. Thank you. I'm glad you're a stand. <laughs> the football team and the Bears could easily change their destiny by taking a quarterback and shaking things up. I mean, both of them, I feel, obviously, we everyone knows Washington football team has a exceptional defensive line. I think they're I have, I have more faith in them doing well this time around than the Bears. The Bears are vintage. But both have good rosters across the board and they just they really need to figure out who's under center and that's kind of the missing piece. The Bears are vintage QC. They Queef City all day. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. I'm not sold. But I do think that Taylor Heineke can play some good football. 
I think they think that as well. I think he can play good football, but I, he's not the guy. You're, you, he you, almost you, won a playoff game against Brady. <laughs> but you can, I mean, look, if you can go Joe, get Joe the guy. Flacco, Joe Flacco won a Super Bowl. I know. I, I saw. I, it's possible, but like they have, they literally have everything. I think that's a good call. Then that division blows. The Giants, not good. Their quarterback situation is not figured out, and they're stuck. Eagles quarterback situation is full TMZ. Cowboys can't stop a nosebleed. Then you have the football team whose defense is great. You add Curtis Samuel. You have Scary Terry. I think we like Gibson. They need that quarterback. I don't think t- – if you're that close, you move up and get him. I don't think they could – If they, they you, don't, you don't want to be sitting here again next year like, ah, Taylor Heinke almost won another playoff game, which he'll never get there. He was, he was they, inspiring, but he wasn't brilliant. So that the drop-off from Taylor Heineke to the next two guys, right? You're not going to get Wilson. You're not going to get Lawrence. Or not, maybe not even Mac Jones or Trey Lance. But what if they don't think that the drop-off from Heineke to those other three guys are that different? Montrask, Mills. Oh, I don't think they should take no. any of those guys. I think they should move I'm up to get a guy. Trading up. No, I'm saying, what if they think that the Heineke difference of Justin Fields, Mac Jones, and Trey Lance isn't that different? Right, That's you get angry. a guy who's seasoned. You hold on, you get a guy who, who's a mobile quarterback who's got a pretty decent arm, who's seasoned, not seasoned as you know as much as a veteran quarterback, but a guy who played in the playoffs last year. And you have a sick defense. They've got weapons. I mean, how much you have to give up to trade up with them? A lot. Exactly. You're good, but look, a big uh, if you hit on a big deal, the Bills moved traded a lot to get Diggs, and it saved their franchise. Arguably, and put them exactly where they need to be. Yeah, I'm okay, not but saying that's an established veteran wide receiver. That's exactly. Not, well, that's I'm not, not, I'm, 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 not, I'm not taking a risk on a quarterback. That's very true. These you, you are you're running the, history, the risk. Look at the history of, of drafted quarterbacks within the last like I don't know five to ten years, you're, right? In the first round, usually only like two guys hit. You're preaching to the choir, boy. I know that you. It's it's swing since, and a miss since 2010. The only three quarterbacks that have been to a Super Bowl who were drafted in the last ten years are Patrick Mahomes. Carson Jared Wentz Goff. and Jared Goff, Jared Goff. and uh, 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 Blaine Gabbert. <laughs> it's absolutely ridiculous. And then, yeah. and then let's be let's call it a spade a spade. Wentz didn't play, and Gabbert's the backup. Right. Yeah, that doesn't really count. He made it. Well, no, yeah, I know. Bortles almost. That's that. That's my point. Is that like that's how that's how much of a crapshoot it is, Nick, to what you're talking about. No, I I agree with the your point about obviously they're going to have to give up a lot to move up. And it might be worth it just seeing what Taylor can do. I mean, I don't think he's bad, but I think he's a really good backup quarterback. You have Fitzmagic, who's a vet, a vet of vet. He's seen it all, done it all. Go get, like, if Lance is falling, go get him. It's I'm, not- I feel a lot more comfortable as Cowboys fan with them sticking with Heineke because I feel that when, it, when push comes to shove, as long as we continue to, you know, with the 10th pick, we draft a corner. We keep adding pieces to the defense that our superpowered offense can actually beat their superpowered defense because our de- like which which ones yeah, can catch course. up faster? The, the, I think our defense can catch up faster than their, their offense. offense with Taylor Henke. Yes, yeah. there's, there's only so much. He's a gamer. He's fun to watch. It was cool to see him do it. He's a journeyman. He'll be a backup. He'll be an NFL player for a while, but he's a backup. I yeah. think if you really are serious about contending and want to take and want to, this isn't the time to strike as now. You get that rookie on a rookie deal. You have a boatload of money to continue to throw around the building. And the Cowboys' defense is vulnerable. Risk getting into a shootout with the freaking Cowboys. Yeah, you're going to have to beat them. That offense is bonkers. If Jerry Jones, I swear to God, if he trades up for Kyle Pitts, <laughs> the nuts are gone on Facebook Strike Live. first, strike hard, no mercy. <laughs> Literally. Cobra Kai. Uh, Nick, to you. Rumor you love, rumor you hate. Um, rumors. Rumor has a lot of a lot of rumors. This I feel like this entire pre-draft process has been all rumors. Everyone, everyone's yeah. got carpal. I mean, a rumor I love is uh, I mean we just keep on talking about this over and over again, but I don't think you guys are on board with this. I, I think the Niners are going for Trey Lance. I really do. I think he fits their system. You know, I think he's. He's a mobile quarterback. I think that's something they've been missing for a while. I mean, they had that in Kaepernick when they made the World or sorry, the World Series, the Super Bowl. Hmm, the World Series champions, <laughs> 49ers. <laughs> baseball, man, uh, I mean, he does he does play baseball. Um, but Trey Lance, 
is a mobile quarterback who's got a strong arm. It's, it's, it's not something – it's completely different than Jimmy Garoppolo. I feel like if you get Mac Jones in there, it's somewhat reminiscent of Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, it's somewhat sure. reminiscent of that type of quarterback, and I think that they need an overhaul on on what they do on offense. It's going to fit Shanahan's system more. So I love that rumor. Where we differentiate, you like Mac Jones. I like Trey Lance. I mean, I, I just I just think that Trey Lance is happening. It's I, not like I don't like Trey Lance. I like I look if it's me, no, I'm for, taking for, Fields for, for their system. I don't. I I just think they're going to go Jones. I'm with you. I said an arm mock. You should go Lance. I just don't know what the hell is going to happen. And if you're willing to die on this hill of Trey Lance, guess what? I'm holding your hand, bleeding out next to you. I have yeah. no idea what they're going to do. Here's it's what crazy. I was listening to a pod. I was listening to the BS pod. Yeah, Simmons, and he was, I can't remember which NFL analyst he had on, but he was bringing up some great points about Trey Lance that everyone's really excited about. One, he played in a game where he didn't have to play, where he actually performance-wise played very poorly, but it allowed the rest of like a bunch of his team mem- teammates to retain their scholarships, which is awesome. He's under 21, and apparently on the boards, he's fantastic. Between like between the ears, he makes I mean, incredible X's and O reads, um, knows exactly what to do. Thirst for knowledge. And just a sponge, too. So, you know, in a system like Shanahan's, which is can be complex yeah, and quick moving, quick moving, that he would actually be a really, really good fit. And then if we had had like a, a John Gruden, you know, him QB room that he would have crushed and everyone would be just enamored with this guy. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I think I think either way they moved up for a reason. So they really think that these two guys, I think at the time it was Mac Jones and now it's now they don't necessarily know. They have to know. They have to know at this point. I don't know if they do. I mean, I think what we've heard and what we were talking about, Josh, is that Shanahan wants Jones and the rest of the, house. the scouts want Lance, which makes Monday, me think it, that it's going to be Jones. Obviously, it, you want to keep Monday, Monday of the NFL draft week, you've traded up the three pick. You better know who you're taking. You can't be sitting there unless it's unless, you know, you have a change of heart, cold sweats at night. You have to really know who you're going to go with. I don't think that rumor sucks. I think that rumor is plausible. I just don't know what to buy. Rumor that I like, uh, someone's going to trade up for a non-QB. There will be a non-trade up for There will be a trade up for a non-QB. And, oh, in the, sorry, in the top, into the top 10. Oh. Sewell. Mm-hmm. I think the Giants, the Chargers, and even the Lions can move up from 7 to 5 to lock in that they get him. I think one of those three teams is going to move up into the top 10 to get him. I think he is head and shoulders the best offensive tackle. I think the Chargers are uh, they have to protect Herbert. I think the Giants have Thomas. They go, "Okay, the Jets don't want to do this. Let's see if we can do this. We'll have Thomas on one end, we'll have Panay on the other end." I think the Chargers think again, talk about a piece away. They're like a, a sick offensive tackle away from having two major important cornerstones for years to come. Lions Lions could have a really good offensive line. That's a great place to start. Yeah. You don't want to like, all right, all we need to do is hit on that offensive tackle. Because if you look at those in the first round, people miss on those all the time as well. So I think if you if there's a close to a Campbell, short, tight end, he's you know a guy who's halfway in the yeah, trenches. Yeah, he's right. He's close enough. He's down the end. I think one of those teams is going to move up for Panay. Cool. I, I'm piggybacking off you for a rumor that I do not like. Yeah. Um, I've seen stuff that that like suggested Chargers are going to go after wide receiver like Devontae Smith or Jalen Waddle, and I just can't see that happening. I can't see them passing up on an offensive tackle or a cornerback. I think it's one or the other. Mm-hmm. If if the guy that they like is gone at offensive tackle, they're going cornerback. They're going to take a guy like J.C. Horn or uh, Fairley or maybe even Newsom. That might be a reach, but yeah. Um, they're, they're going to draft either a cornerback or an offensive tackle because yeah. an offensive line is literally one, like you just said, an offensive tackle away. And I think there's three really solid guys in Sewell who probably won't make it out of the top 10, um, Darisaw and Slater. And I think that they're just going to be happy with whatever one kind of falls to them. I think they have their eye on Darisaw because I think they're anticipating him um, go, like landing there. And I, I'm, I'm okay with that. For me, honestly, I like him the best out of not – I mean, Sewell is generational, I think, when it comes to an he's, offensive tackle. He's close to can't miss. 
yeah, you you can't miss him. I actually play. don't. Thirteen, I'd like Darius the best. I'd be close. I don't I'm, think he's there. I'm not. I'm not sold on him being generational. I think that's a great pick for the Chargers, Nick. I think. I like Darius a lot. I I really um, I really like the guy out of Northwestern. Whose name I just just escaped. Sean Slater. Yeah. Slater. I think Slater's a beast. I, he's a versatile beast. Yeah. So I think huge. you the Chargers can't go wrong there. But I, I um right, right. If but they don't like, move I, up, I like that Nick. But like the the, the thing about that I don't like is that people the are saying that they might be a wide receiver. It's like, okay, I understand the whole best available approach, but let's fill some needs right now. Hundred percent on an offense that's clicking. Right, like protect Herbert. You already have offensive weapons. You know, you've got. Two great wide receivers out there. If Mike Williams can stay healthy, and of course you got Keenan Allen, but you've gone like you you've learned within the Chargers system and with a guy like Herbert that he can make any wide receiver look good. There were so many guys on that roster last year that no one heard of that popped off for a Guyton. Guyton that was (laughs) yeah, he's a legit he's a legit quarterback. You have to protect him. You have to have your corner in there if we're on the defensive side of the football. I think that rumor sucks, and I'm with you there. I'd be if I if I were you, I would be pissed. Like you remember, you were pissed last year when they took Herbert. I would have the same attitude if I were you and they took a wide receiver. <laughs> um, rumor that I do not necessarily. Oh, let me let me yeah, give my. Oh my god, I'm skipping over you. Let me you give, give my both. rumor that I like. Yeah, and um, the one you hate, and it was applicable to. No, you can you can jump in with the yeah. rumor that you don't like, but. The rumor that I like, it's a fun one. Yeah. And it's applicable to the That's San Francisco the San Francisco 49ers yeah, go for it. Um, pick at three if they do go Mac Jones. I love the rumor that – and it's more of like a comp where people are drawing the, the Brady-Mac Jones comp in specifically to his pocket mobility because he was a tennis player growing up. And so like his lateral movement up to the – to the front, to the net, to play up at the net, and to move back, um, apparently is going to translate really well. I just think it's a really fun. Like, that is cool. It's a fun rumor. Apparently, is playing his entire, a lot of tennis and, as well. I've been like, playing a lot of tennis lately yeah. during quarantine, so I'm. It's uh, it's close to home. But uh, yeah, Josh, what's your, what's your one you don't like? A rumor uh, that I don't like, and we could kind of tailor this into our bet online boys. I think there's going to be a fly of wide receivers. I think there's going to be more than the four and a half. I hate that. I'm going, I know it's minus 210. I still like that bet on over four and a half. I think, I'm thinking Bateman is, Nick's giving me the six. I think I'm with him. I, I think six wide receivers. I, I think maybe even more, but I think six is the number. I'm locked there's, in on six. I would love I mean, for that line to jump up. I think there's two going in the, in the top 10. And then Devontae will follow quickly after that, and Bateman will follow quickly after that. But then you got Tony, who people are going to want to take, right? Elijah Moore. Both the Moors. You got both the Moors, one from Purdue, one from Ole Miss. That's, I mean, it's going to happen. And the Titans need a wide receiver. Need. Really, really need. A lot of teams need it. Green Bay needs one. Ravens, too. The Saints need one. And and the Eagles. They need one. They need Jesus. Lions really need one. Do the Lions, though? Okay, that's one rumor that I'm not necessarily super in on. Jones is, that is gone and Galladay is gone. Is that they're trading up, trading up though, to get Chase no. at the five. No, no, yeah, that rumor sucks. I hate that rumor because I agree that's they good. do need a, they need a receiver, but you don't want to give anything up to go get someone. Two picks? You could take Waddle at the same time. Take, take, whoever, take whoever's available at seven. If that's what you want to do. They got Brashad Perriman, baby. They're chilling. <laughs> They're chilling. BP. And Nick's old friend, Terrell Williams. Uh, okay, quickly. BetOnline.ag. Go there. We love them. They're the bee's knees. Anything you want to bet on. Your online sportsbook experts. They got it. They love it. One of our interns is hooked on BetOnline.ag. We don't recommend forming some sort of addiction, but getting close to it is nice. Uh, <laughs> total joke that didn't happen. <laughs> it was just a joke we made on our uh, internal call today with our interns. Um, anyway, going to toss, what are some bets you, you like over here from betonline.ag? I, I really am into just plus bets. Okay. Um, Cause I think they're, they're well more fun. Flyers, yeah. Right. I like the over five and a half QBs in the first round. Yeah, for sure. I think Mills is going. One mm. of those guys, Mills, or maybe someone reaches on Mond. Maybe someone reaches on Trask. How about this? Najee Harris is gone. Zayvon Collins is gone. Steelers rip Trask at 24. 
It's not out of the question. He looks like he plays for Pittsburgh. Then Big Ben says, I don't understand why we drafted you. <laughs> Big Ben is yeah. a clown, dude. Absolutely. But I think it's, look, all you need is one guy to swing it. You know five guys are getting drafted for sure. All you need is one more to swing it. I'm into that, and cool. it's a plus thirty-five, plus three seventy-five bet. So can't wait to watch you sweat. That's gonna be a that's gonna be an interesting. Oh, one. we're gonna sweat. Yeah, uh, Nick, what's one bet you like? Um, this is a, a player over under. Um, I put uh, Kadarius Tony. I think it's under thirty-one and a half. So you just shot. need Tony to go in the first round. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, unless he's thirty-two, then I'd be screwed. But um, I mean, I think that's good value because I think a lot of teams, like I, we just said, are going to start flying on wide receivers, right? Once yep. the domino goes into place, you know, the three guys are going to be gone, then people are going to start going after Bateman. And then after that, it's kind of dealer's choice. Like, you know, who do we like more and what teams but the, uh, value his, his um, skills and attributes? Right. So, and the good thing about yeah. him is his skills and attributes really elevate him not to being necessarily a team's wide receiver one, but that supplementary guy. It's a burner who can stretch the field. And also is a physical he's very, receiver. He's a physical, physical. speed receiver, I which is him. really unique. I think he's. I think I that's think a great pick. Nick. First time I saw him play, I'm like, this guy's a first-round talent. For sure. Him and Pitts. I remember like week one or two, I'm like, these guys are it. But teams I, like the Packers, like they have Devontae Adams. So let's get someone on the outside. We talked about this last time. They can replace MVS, right? Yeah. Former guest of the pod. Love. <laughs> shout, shout out to his family. Shout out to his family. He was a guest in the charity stripe. I forgot about that. He had an intense MVS chain. That only Nick would have rocked. Um, but, Nick, I think that's a good bet. Um, I already threw my bet out that I liked. It's not a plus bet, um, so I would probably take the advice of the other two. And before we rock and roll. Two more. I got two more you. got you. two more Just bets? Real quick. Yeah, go for it, man, please. I like, the, I like Etienne as the first running back drafted. That's interesting. I don't think he's the, the best overall running back talent in the draft, but I think based off of where the first running back is going to be taken, that these teams are looking to supplement. Yeah rather than get their workhorse guy because a lot of them already have their workhorse guy. I think Clyde Edwards-Hilaire was not the best running back in the class. And right. I still don't similar think, situation. I think Swift is better, and I think JT is better. And yeah. it's a similar situation. And then one prop that I urge you not to take <laughs> um, and, and actually will urge people to take is not to take um, the first linebacker being drafted as JOK, which is a plus 600 bet. So it's kind of a long shot anyway. Because I think it's going to be, I I think it's going to be Parsons no matter what. And I actually think he could get drafted before the 10 spot. And I think he's that talented. Where he could be the first defensive player taken. For sure. And it's a plus 400 bet, I think. Nice. Nick, any other bets you want to throw out there? Or you're Chilean Seabass. You're good to go. You have a wedding and you're hanging out. He's Chilean. He's chilling. Nick is chilling, chilling, chilling. All right. Well, Nick... We're going to miss some time off. AG. He's taking some time off betting. He, Nikki snacks is hot. Um, uh, Nick, enjoy your wedding. We're going to miss you watching the draft. If you have a wedding after the draft, like Nick does, you can go bet at betonline.ag, win some extra bucks, buy the wedding gift that you'll inevitably have to buy for the couple. Nick, that's what Nick did that. Nick was took all his winnings from betonline.ag. What did, and what did you get him? What do you what have you been getting before we let everyone go? Cuz you've gone to a couple of weddings. What kind of gifts have you been rocking? I haven't asked you this. Uh, gifts I've been getting or giving? Why not? Are you getting gifts at these weddings? Well, if he's a groomsman, he normally gets a gift. What? Really? Yeah. You've never been a groomsman? Dude, I've only been to weddings I've worked. Uh, they don't give you gifts. No, you had a gift. You got a suit out of one. Yeah, because I crushed it. That was a mitzvah. But yeah, I crushed it. They gave me a gift. Yeah, normally the normally the groom gives his groomsmen like a little tchotchke, some sort of gift. Yeah. What do you get, Nick? Get a gift bag. Uh, one guy gave me a flask with my name engraved. Did he tell my, him? My initials. Did he tell him? Wait, wait, wait. It wasn't snacks. <laughs> it wasn't. He, the little Nicky, baby. Um, Another one gave me a pocket knife ooh. with my name engraved, and uh, I got to keep the ties. Oh, nice. nice. Um, when you're my groomsman, I'm just going to give you your name engraved because <laughs> you're getting all these. I don't know. That's it. Here's your name engraved. I'm going to give my you a tattoo, Nick, that says yeah. I'm going to I'm going to draw the tattoo. I'm going to ink it on you that says shout out to your family. <laughs> Can't wait for us to get married, Nick. Um, but what have you been getting really quickly? What do you get? What do you get these people coming up? Um, so I have 
not got the main thing yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Nick getting Starbucks gift cards for everybody. No, 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 no. I, I've done well in the past. Like I, I got my boy a uh, like one of those Roomba vacuums. Nice. Um, it was a. Uh, I don't know. It wasn't Roomba, but it was a different company, and it was on like their. Um, <laughs> it was on their wish list. They make a list, uh, yeah, so you know exactly what yeah, to yeah, get. Yeah, yeah, it was on their wish list, right? And I guess I logged into it on like Amazon Prime Day, and um, I bought it for like I think it was like 150 bucks. And he texted me. He's like, "Dude, you did not have to like be that generous with the gift that you got us." I was like, "What do you mean, dude? Like, it's not a big deal." I was like, "It's not that much money." He goes. Dude, that's like really generous. And then his mom told my mom, like, Nick got them a really nice gift. And I looked, I was like, oh shit, I bought it on Prime Day. It was like originally $350. Bargain buy. Nick, you look like an absolute baller. You're just good a, for you. No, you're yeah, just a, you're just a savvy shopper, dude. Yeah, get, don't let the don't, don't let the cat out the bag. That's a really, really good proud of you. Really good note for the listeners to end on. If you're going to buy a wedding gift, or, or for that matter, any gift for any person that's special in your life, buy it on Amazon Prime Day. There you go. Stock up, hundred yep. percent. That's a great. That's great. I'm advice. sure there's someone out there that's already doing that who's way smarter than us. Yeah, for sure. Oh, there's infinite people way smarter than us. But I think that's a great, great lucky move, Nick. Yeah. Vintage luck from you, and I'm glad it worked out. Fans out there, drag both feet and bounce, swing on a full count, rip that puck at that puck. Hit your PKs because they free. Hit your free throws. Why, guys? Because they are free. And. Go to, go to bed online. Oh god! Yeah, because the show is presented by Bed Yeah, we out you. We love you. We sitting here, I supposed to be the franchise player, and we in here talking about practice. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.